another shooting, gun control, Trump, and now devaluing the dollar? This is shooting the shit. Welcome to Shooting the Shit for April 12th, 2023. What's going on? How you been? It's been a little while, I know. And if I sound a little funny today, it's because I am actually doing this podcast from my couch. Not actually up in my, quote, studio with my podcasting equipment. Um, I'm moving in a couple months and I've already started packing. So... Just bear with me if the sound's a little uh, messy or the quality's a little shitty. Um, just just stay with me on this one. But I am doing it from the comfiness of my couch. And this is going to be a quicker podcast today because eh, there's a lot to talk about. But again, doing it from my couch isn't quite sitting at my desk, sipping my coffee, burping and farting and giving you lots of news and details. Um, but let's get into it. Let's talk first about uh, something. It's it's actually older news, but since you haven't heard from me, uh, let's talk about the shooting that happened. April 11th, 2023 is the latest on the Louisville bank shooting, and this is from CNN, all right? Uh, here's what to know about the police body camera video in the Louisville bank shooting. Uh, The Louisville Metro Police Department released several minutes of officer body camera footage showing the the tense moments between police officers and the gunmen outside the Monday Monday bank shooting. So this happened Monday. I'm sorry. This is from April 11th. This was yesterday's news, but the shooting was on Monday. Uh, Deputy uh, Chief Paul Humphrey walked through several clips of the uh, incident Tuesday evening. Police said it took about three minutes for the nearest responding officer to to arrive. Um, Usually, you would think it'd be smart to keep a armed guard in a bank but in this case there was none um so anyway here excuse me for a minute a little 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 indigestion uh officer Corey cj galloway the gunman in monday's shooting appeared to be waiting for police officers to arrive humphrey said he said the shooter went to the bank's front lobby after assaulting the victims in the office area footage from galloway's body camera shows police talking about how they can't see the shooter and that he is shooting through windows. Shooter has an angle on that officer. One of the officers can be heard saying, we got to get up there, he adds. Galloway was a Wilch training officer, according to Humphrey. All right. First of all, it's a disgruntled employee that shot up the bank and shot four victims, I guess, the victims were that of co-workers, all right? So not exactly sure. I didn't hear so much about the story in itself, but what they covered here on CNN, this is CNN. By the way, this is from CNN, people. Again, I'll give you the news they cover. I'll tell you their story, and then I'll comment on it. Uh, what they covered here is police, uh, Louisville police have released body camera footage showing the tense police confrontation with the gunman who shot multiple people at a bank on Monday, leaving at least five dead. The mass shooter was killed by police, legally bought an AR-15 style rifle at a local gun shop. 
Um, the interim Louisville Metro Police chief said it's still not clear what provoked the 25-year-old uh, employee to go on a deadly rampage at Old National Bank and livestream the gruesome attack. The AR-15 and its offshots have been used in several recent mass shootings, including the Nashville shooting just two weeks ago. Now, I had an argument. Just the other day, not really an argument because I think I put the person in their fucking place uh, on social media and a person quote, you know, quote, I quote, posted on his, his social media platform. Oh, another shooting. And oh, like I guessed an AR-15. Listen, statistically, AR-15s are not the weapon of choice used in these massive shootings. Most of the time, it's handguns. You're just hearing about AR-15s constantly through the media, through the corrupt media, okay, in order to continue to push Joe Biden and his administration and their idea on gun control, okay, an AR-15 is only a tool used in a shooting. We do never, we, we do never, that doesn't sound right. We do not ever blame the actual shooter. We blame the tool, the weapon used, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And I called this fucking person on social media out on this. And I said, maybe you might want to think back about 10 years ago. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, my neck of the woods, okay? There was a place called Nabisco. I know everybody on this podcast has heard from, of it. Nabisco, they make Oreo fucking cookies, okay? Nabisco on Roosevelt Boulevard had a shooting. A disgruntled employee got pissed off at other employees. And I can give you the complete and total fucking story on that. In a way, but I don't know how far I can take it. Let's just put it this way. This employee was lazy and didn't want to do her job. So other employees, you know, confronted her and said, hey, we're tired of doing all the work. We need you to do something. Well, this employee continued to be lazy, not do their work and tell the other employees to go fuck themselves. Well, these other employees took it to human resources and told human resources about this employee. Human resources resources called this employee in and, and, and gave her, you know, the talk to and said, you need to get your act together and start doing the work you're supposed to be doing. Well, obviously, we know what happened. This employee found out the other employees went to the human resources. This employee decided to come in with a 357 Magnum with a quick loader, a revolver, a fucking revolver. Come on, people. A quick loader on a 357 Magnum. Now, we know the kind of damage a 357 can do compared to an AR-15, which is a 5.56. Much more damage. And when you have an individual like this person who obviously knew exactly what, quote, she was doing, okay, with a quick loader, she was able to walk in, fire six shots, reload quickly, fire six more shots, and I believe she killed, I think, four employees back then. I'm not 100% positive the number of employees, but I'm pretty sure it was four that were killed in that mass shooting. So after this mass shooting happened, which we call any shooting in a school, in a place of business, anything like this where there's more than one person killed a mass shooting, you didn't hear once from the media, from anybody, about the weapon used. You didn't hear it was a 357 Magnum. And if you did, you heard it once. And then nobody bitched about the, the weapon. People actually pointed the finger at the disgruntled employee that pulled the trigger. That's what it came down to. It had nothing to do with the actual fucking weapon. That is just the tool used in the assault. So when they use the term assault weapon, and they use... We need to get gun control and we need to ban weapons like the AR-15 because, quote, oh, my God, it's fucking scary looking in black and it looks like a military style weapon. OK. You need to stop that bullshit because it's a 5.56. You can take a 5.56 rifle, a regular wood stock, wood handled, wood grained 
harmless looking hunting type rifle that is chambered in a 5.56 and take the magazine from the AR-15, put it into that weapon and fire it at the same fucking rate doing the same fucking damage. But see, people who are not gun owners and don't know anything about guns don't ever do some research and look into this. They're idiots. They just want to push gun control because they want to get the weapons out of your hands. Remember something. Our forefathers wrote the Constitution of the United States and they wrote the Bill of Rights. Number one was your freedom of fucking speech. Number two is gun fucking, your, your rights to gun rights. Okay? The Second Amendment, which guarantees you the right to bear and carry arms. That protects your first fucking right to speak your mind. The United States government is using these shootings, using the media as tools in order to push an agenda. When they get the guns out of your fucking hands, then they're able to shut you to fuck up with your speech. And you're not realizing that. The people who are on the other side think, oh my God, these poor fucking kids, these poor people. And yes, it is tragic. It's a tragedy. I'm not saying it's not. But we constantly will go after a fucking tool instead of the fucking psych, uh, psycho individual that's pulling the trigger. We'll go after the tool. We need to ban AR-15s. We need to ban AR-15s. We need to ban these scary-looking assault-type style rifles that look like military weapons. We need to ban them. Millions of people in the United States own these weapons. Law-abiding citizens who actually are responsible gun owners. What will happen is when you ban them, you will make those people criminals overnight. You taking the fucking weapon out of the law-abiding citizen's hands will not make the criminal less threatening. You understand that, right? Criminals don't follow fucking laws. They don't follow rules. They're not going to hand over their AR-15s, but you are going to be forced to try to hand over yours. The fucking morons who actually take their gun and hand it over are stupid. You're stupid. Because all you're doing is giving the criminal the upper hand. We don't need gun control. We need people fucking control. This mass shooting, it is absolutely horrific. These things should not happen, but they're going to happen and they're going to get worse. As long as rules in this country... Do not fucking stand behind the the, the, the the devastation that happens. If you have consequences that aren't so bad for a shooting and you have harsher consequences for something like tax evasion in the United States, of course criminals are going to commit crimes because the punishment isn't so horrible. They can, they can murder somebody and get a 20-year sentence and be out in seven years on good behavior and then do it again. That, that has already happened in this world. Yet, for tax evasion, you might get 25 fucking years in prison with no parole. These things don't make sense. The way our rules are made and pushed, they don't make sense. And then you have situations like George Floyd, then Black Lives Matter, and defund the police, which create more issues and more problems because you look at police as the bad guys. Of course, okay, I'm not going to sit there and say Derek Chauvin didn't deserve what he got. The man murdered a black man. It's it, it's plain and simple. And he was a bad cop with a bad attitude. And a lot of cops do have bad attitudes. But a couple cops shouldn't be spoiling the rest of the cops. One bad apple shouldn't spoil the whole bunch. But you're allowing that to. Just like you're allowing, when it comes to this, and I'm going to say, and it sounds racist, but you'll allow the media to put black crime on every fucking single TV channel, okay, news source. You go to ABC, NBC, CBS, any of those, and they show crime. When they show crime, statistically, they probably show, I'm going to say more than 85% of the crime, black crime. I'm not saying there's no white crime. There's absolutely 100% white crime. There's probably more white crime than there is black crime. I never looked into that statistic, but there probably is. I did look into the statistic of cops killing blacks compared to cops killing whites. And actually, that statistic shows that more whites are killed at the hands of police officers than blacks are. Okay, but the media will force it down your throat. 
that blacks are the problem. They create the racism in this country. They make the hatred happen. That's how it works. The government wants that. The government wants you divided by the color of your skin, by your race, by your fucking religious beliefs, by your sexual orientation. They want you separated. They want you to hate the other person. Because as long as you're paying attention to the hatred you have for the opposition, you're not paying attention to the corruption that they're doing in Washington to gain control over you and your fucking family's lives. Joe Biden has been president for four fucking years and has done absolutely nothing to change anything, to make anything better. He has made this country completely worse from the inside out. And everybody wants to continue to point fingers at Donald Trump. So they put Donald Trump through this bullshit. You get these shootings all the fucking time. And they're going to happen. Okay? And the more they happen, the more they're going to try to push propaganda gun control down your throat. Try to tell you that this is what we need to do. When it's really not. You're going in the wrong direction. You're not actually going after the person. Oh, well, the person killed themselves. Okay. So you have to do something to stop this kind of bullshit. Maybe change laws around a little bit on how you purchase such weapons. Maybe a little bit, you know, a stricter background check. Maybe a psychiatric psychiatric evaluation on people. But see, that goes all the way around the board. Because you have these fucking people who are transgenders and shit. And, and it's okay. It's okay to indoctrinate small children on sexuality and, and making drag queens acceptable in, in, a, in an elementary school. But to actually tell your child that you have the right to practice your Second Amendment right and bear your arms in order for you to keep your freedom of speech, which let's basically look at this the way it is, the drag queens and all this, your freedom of speech only comes because... People fought for that with guns to give you the freedom of choice and speech. To be a drag queen, to be some sicko. And yes, you're sick. You're sick people. Okay? But see, we're not doing that. We're teaching that the police are bad and the criminals are good. That a straight Christian is bad and drag queens are good. Drag queens... Listen, I have had absolutely no fucking problem with somebody who wants to dress up in a fucking dress, you know, put on their mother's high heels, slap on some fucking lipstick and rouge, and go out and fucking parade around like you're some kind of fruitcake. I don't have a fucking problem with it. I never had a problem with it. It might be sick and disgusting. I don't like it, but I don't have a problem with it. You want to do what you want to do. I got a problem when you decided to push it down the throats of children. When you decide to push it down my fucking throat, when you turn on TV and every single fucking thing is drag queen, drag queen, drag queen. Now Bud Light jumps on the fucking bandwagon of it. And guess what? Anheuser-Busch is going to lose a lot of fucking money because how many fucking queer drag queens are drinking Bud Light to begin with? Not many. Good old American rednecks are all I've ever seen drinking Bud Light or any Anheuser-Busch product at that fact. I mean, except for like Stella. Stella's different. That's a little bit uppy, yuppity. But now I see people who actually are buying Stella. Higher class people with a little bit of money buying Stella. Now they're not buying Stella. They're, they're, they're actually moving themselves to Miller Lite. To another redneck beer or something else. I've never bought it. I bought my shit out of Amsterdam. My shit is Heineken. And I like Heineken and I'll drink Heineken. I'll push that. There's an ad for Heineken. Good beer. Foreign fucking beer. But give it to me. You know why? Because... I don't know what the fuck Heineken's doing with their things. I see their 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 ads don't have anything bad or against anything else, and, and, and so it doesn't bother me. Even Bud Light's ad doesn't bother me. I can shut it off. But the point of the matter is, you go woke, you go broke. Look at Disney, you know, plain and simple. But I'm getting off the beaten path here. So you have the shooting, and you're gonna have another shooting, and you're gonna have more gun control. You're going to have them trying to push gun control. Okay, this one from Reuters. Okay, like I said, giving you the news source, give you the story and my spin on it. That's all it is. It's my opinion. Okay, and you can call me out. 
unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. You can call me out on this. You can you can ban me. You can push me away from it. But whatever. That's the whole problem. If I'm banned, if I'm pushed away and you don't hear this and you see that I've been eliminated, then you know that what I'm saying to you makes sense. Because that's what they do. They shut down the opposition. And we'll get into that in a minute. Kentucky and Tennessee political leaders on Tuesday called for tighter controls on guns, including tougher laws preventing people in crisis from accessing firearms after two mass shootings killed 11 people in Louisville, Kentucky, and Nashville. Uh, A bank employee shot five colleagues and wounded nine other people in his workplace in Louisville, Kentucky on Monday on March 27th. Three nine-year-olds and three staff members were killed. In, oh, I'm sorry. I, different story. In Kentucky on Monday, on March 27th, three nine-year-olds and three staff members were killed at a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee by a former student. Okay? Funny thing is, you'll hear all about this Kentucky shooting, okay, in Louisville, because it was just a disgruntled employee who was a little psychotic and messed up. And you're going to hear a shit ton about that. And you're still hearing about it. The thing was, the shooting on March 27th kind of got brushed under the fucking carpet. And you all know why. Because it was a fucking transgender. That's why. Oh my god, we can't make this look bad. What are we going to say? Oh, it's a tragedy. That's it. Alright, next story. That's what they did. That's what they did with that. A former student who was a transgender and a little on the psychotic side shot up a school of kids. But you won't hear. You, you did barely heard of even about the AR-15, the rifle she used or he used, whatever the fuck it was. You barely heard about it. But you're going to hear about it constantly now from the Tennessee shooting. Funny. It's funny. If it's against them, God, swipe it under the carpet. But when it's against you, we're going to use it as best as we can as a tool against you. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing with the gun and the gun control. At a briefing Tuesday afternoon, Louisville police said the gunman had been killed by officer fire and released body camera footage from the first two officers who responded to the scene. The footage showed them being shot, shot at by the gunman who was waiting for them as they approached the bank lobby. He struck one officer, a 26-year-old, recent police academy graduate, in the head. The other officer sustained a minor wound but managed to scramble behind a planter. He eventually got a sight on the gunman and killed him. Very good. Good for you. The only thing is they'll look at this and they'll go, oh, you know what? It's a tragedy. We got to get rid of the AR-15. Oh, the other shooting? Yeah. No. It's okay. Because that person was transgender. Early on Tuesday, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee urged uh, General Assembly members to find a compromise to bolster the state's so-called red flag laws aimed at making it more difficult for people deemed to be a threat to the public or themselves from having access to firearms. I'm asking the legislature to bring forth throughout practical measures that do that to strengthen our laws to separate those dangerous from uh, people from firearms, while at the same time preserving the constitutional rights of the people of the state, the Republican governor told reporters Tuesday morning. Now, that's not a bad idea. You kind of find out who this person was. Look through their school. Look through their elementary school, middle school, high school. See the kind of student they were. See the kind of person they were. If they were in the office a lot. If they had problems. If they did a lot of fights. These are what these schools got to do. They have to mark this stuff down. When this kid sent to the principal for fighting with another student at least once a week, maybe these things need to be written down and say, this kid has a little bit of a hothead. Maybe this person shouldn't have certain firearms or any firearms at all. I don't have a problem with that. Strengthen up your background checks. Such legislation would supplement an existing law allowing courts to bar perpetrators of domestic abuse, sexual assault, and stalking from owning and possessing firearms, which I think is also uh, good. The thing about this, though, is, is, is domestic abuse and sexual assault. Sexual assault, yeah. Domestic abuse is a fine line because I went through a pretty messy divorce, and what you would quote, to be some sort of domestic abuse in a way but the domestic abuse that i think i went through more so 
went from both sides. The domestic abuse came from her also. We were both toxic. We fought with each other. No no fist flew or anything like that, but words were said and bad things and stuff was thrown, you know? But they quickly point the finger at the man. It's the man. It's the man. And we got to change that because there's some psychotic women out there who should be looked at first. Remember, every fucking situation has a starting point. Always got to remember that. And that's what's going on with our presidency. I've said that numerous times. There's a starting point. There's a reason. Joe Biden walked into a presidency where, yeah, okay, he had a few different problems he had to deal with through Trump. But he did executive orders. He, he reversed executive orders where he totally fucked us on our fuel, totally fucking us on our, our inflation, and, and opened the borders wide up during a fucking pandemic. But yet, we're going to go after Trump. Well, fuck Joe Biden. It's okay. Joe's, Joe's fine. Let's go after Donald Trump. It doesn't make any sense. But let's continue with this. So you got this legislation. So such legislation would uh, supplement an existing law allowing courts of perpetration. I already said that. Lee's call for cooperation following the Republican-dominated assembly's ex- expulsion of two black Democrats who staged a protest in the Tennessee state capitol calling for tougher gun control. Listen, it's not a place to actually... These people, and I saw it, they're going to use the color of their skin to their advantage the best they fucking can. And I can see they're going to try to do that. But let's face the facts. Regardless of whether you're white or black, a woman or a man, you don't throw a temper tantrum in the middle of the fucking courthouse or in the middle of any capital buildings of that sort to try to push gun control or black rights or white rights or bigger bathrooms. You don't throw a fucking tantrum. And that's basically what they did. Millennials. They were obviously millennial fucking kids who weren't getting their way. Uh, The governor also said he would sign an executive order requiring local courts to report criminal records to state law enforcement within 72 hours, a measure aimed at more effective screening of those purchasing guns. Lee called on legislature to separate those dangerous people from firearms while at the same time preventing the constitutional rights of the people of the state at a news conference in Nashville on Tuesday. At a news conference in Louisville, U.S. Representative Morgan McGarvey urged federal lawmakers to support universal background checks, which we already have. The Democrat said that during his time in the state legislature, he worked with conservative colleagues to introduce laws that would help temporarily remove firearms from people in crisis. McGarvey pointed out that the Louisville shooter could have been flagged as a risk, citing reports that the man legally purchases assault rifle style or assault style rifle. Get it out of your head. Every single weapon is an assault weapon if it's used against somebody else. He used on April 4th and and texted or called someone to tell them he was suicidal and and contemplating harm before carrying out the shooting. All right. Here's the kicker with this. Now, the red flag risk, citing reports of the man legally purchased it. The red flag risk. And the thing... Here's the, the, the one I, I'm not liking, really, the, the sentence. He worked with conservative colleagues to introduce laws that would help temporarily remove firearms from people in crisis. I went through a divorce. I guess a divorce, no matter what, would be a temporary crisis where they could come and take my firearms. What happens in the, during that little time? Maybe they take them away and they say you lose them for 30 days. What happens inside of 30 days when you're attacked and you have no way to protect yourself? It makes no fucking sense. No, 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 no. But we need to figure out better fucking ways of of background checks. We don't have the tools on the books to deal with someone who is in uh, imminent danger to themselves or others, the congressman said, which is right. Mayor Greg Greenberg said the news conference that Monday's shooting brought the number of people killed by gun violence in Louisville to 40 in 2023 so far, calling the level of firearms violence in the city beyond horrific. Look, firearms are only a tool used. Again, background checks and the people who actually are pulling the triggers are the ones you have to go after. They're the ones you have to go after. Okay? But again, like I said, any tool they can use in order to push propaganda or an agenda, they will. And that includes shootings like this 
the use of an AR-15 to go after gun laws and gun rights to take them away from people. It's exactly what they're doing with Trump's indictment. Think about this. Let's get let's get off this topic of the shooter because I get a little fucking fired up with that kind of shit. People, do your fucking research on guns and and understand how guns actually work and that guns are only a tool used because I can kill somebody with a baseball bat or a knife. I can kill somebody with a fucking pencil with a fucking pencil. Kill three men in a bar with a fucking pencil. Yeah, I could. You know, I have to be little John Wicky, but I could do it. So, so you got Trump, and you got indictment of Trump. Democrats are going after Donald Trump using any possible tool they can to get him out of the race for presidency because they know they have already lost. They lost. They already lost. So if Joe Biden actually wins, there is absolute 100% corruption in this country when it comes to voting and all that bullshit. Because there's no possible way that this clown is going to win from his basement again, which is where he's at again. He's he's non-existent again. After shootings, after this, after that, Joe Biden has left the building again. He is in hiding in his basement probably again. And he's gonna go, he's gonna claim, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run for president again in 2024. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna win. Shabba dabba the pressure. Uh yeah, um uh yeah. Uh-huh. Just I'll be in the basement. Uh, can you bring me down some uh you know laxative cuz I I'm a little backed up. Um I don't really think he's backed up. I think the guy poops on stage all the time. But anyway, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, this indictment. The Democrats know they've already fucking lost. So they're doing anything and everything they possibly can fucking do to keep him from fucking running again in 2024. He's already running, but to keep him out of the White House. So let's push Stormy Daniels thing on him. Well, I get the fight from, you know, my Democratic side friends, my my left friends who constantly go, well, he used the money from campaign funds. And that's illegal. And you're right. It is illegal. I get it. I understand. But I also look at the man and go, well, first of all, his campaign manager paid the bill with with campaign money. Donald Trump probably knew about it, but thought to himself, like, what the hell? Who cares? Like, just pay it. You know what I mean? I, it's $180,000. Remember when Bill Clinton did this with, 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 with Paula Jones? If I'm not mistaken, didn't he pay her over $800,000? Joe Biden had an affair with somebody, too, and paid somebody off. I just I, I couldn't find it because Google doesn't allow you to find anything harsh about Joe Biden. They don't want you to see it. It'll come. Something will come right up about Donald Trump. Something will come right up about fucking Paula Jones. But when you try to do something against Joe Biden, oh, God, Google will act like it's, it's searching and searching and searching. Anyway, Bill Clinton did it with Paula Jones. $800,000 plus he paid. Donald Trump paid Stormy Daniels $180,000. $180,000. But it was campaign money. Okay, I get it. It was campaign money. Who gives a fuck? Well, it's not right. It's illegal. You're right. It's illegal. But why do you care as a Democrat? Why do you care so much? You only care because this can be used as a tool to possibly get him from being able to fucking run for president again. No, it's not. Now, he what he's this legal and he should be called out for it. Well, don't you think that the Republicans who actually paid into his campaign funds should be the ones who are mad about this? Who should be the ones pushing for lawmakers to actually go after him? No, Democrats are only doing it because it can be used as a tool. Democrat Democrats found a way. And that's what they're going after him for. But see, you don't realize this. Donald Trump, it's $180,000. Again, I'll say $180,000. To me, $180,000 is like hitting the sweepstakes. To Donald Trump, he can wipe his ass with $180,000. It's like finding the money in the fucking cushions of his couch to pay off Stormy Daniels. It's a joke. 
It's only a fucking. It's impre- It's unprecedented. It, it really is. This is absolutely a joke and a mockery of the United States of America, the fucking Constitution and the fucking judicial system we have in this country. You took a non-sitting former president of the United States and you're putting him through the ringer. They didn't even do this to Nixon. Okay, Tricky Dick didn't get this kind of treatment. But Donald Trump's getting this treatment because you have people out there who hate him so fucking bad on who he is, not looking at what he has done. And when I say what he's done, I don't want to hear about the little fucking things that he did that were negative. Tell me the positive shit he did and then fight me on that. Fight me on the positive things Donald Trump did in four fucking years because I can give you a laundry list of bullshit Joe Biden did in the last 50 years of being in politics. Donald Trump is a corrupt businessman. He was only a politician for four years. So turn around saying he was a corrupt politician for four years. You can't compare him to any other fucking politician. Who has been in over four years. You can't. Including Joe Biden who's been there for 50 years. Donald Trump was a corrupt businessman. Who made corrupt business deals. He was shady. He stole a lot of money from private fucking people. Okay. He did. And he made fucking billions of dollars. Whether it was through private funds. Or through his own money. Okay, he made shady deals through his own money or private funds. He did. I am not sitting here disagreeing with you. Joe Biden made shitty deals and fucking corrupt fucking business deals. All right. Being a politician for the last 50 years using your tax dollars. So what's worse? A guy who steals from a private fucking person who you you know nothing about, you have no clue who they are, or a person who actually steals from your pocket. What's worse? Uh, we just hate Donald Trump. We want him. We, we, he, he can't be. That's all I hear from my Democratic left fucking friends and family. That's all I hear. It's Donald Trump, just he can't be in. This, 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 and this. You know, he grabs women by the pussy. I mean, it's like, come on. You hate a person so goddamn bad on his demeanor that you are willing to allow a fucking snake to continue to destroy this country from the fucking inside out and make your life harder. You would rather have Joe Biden in office destroying this country and stealing from you than to have a fucking businessman go back in there for four more years, try to turn it around and actually make your life better. Even if he does steal and make his life a little better, if he makes your life better, wouldn't it be worth it? I don't know. If Joe Biden was stealing like he is now, if he was fucking being corrupt and he was stealing the fucking money, okay, but yet our fucking economy was doing good, which it's not. Let's stop fooling ourselves, Democrats. It's not doing good. Stop saying it is. It's not. You watch CNN and you think CNN's going to say, oh, CNN turns around and they said the economy's doing well. It's it's shit. I don't know if you've fucking seen it out there, but $5 eggs and $5 gas is not a good economy. Okay, it's not. It's co- it's costing you two to three times more than it did four years ago. Costing you three to four times more than it did four years ago. Whose fault is it? I'm sorry, man. You can say what you want about Donald Trump and he left this and left that. Okay, but Joe Biden has had four years to fix it and has done absolutely nothing. Zero. Big fucking goose egg. He's fixed nothing. My infrastructure bill. No, your infrastructure bill is bullshit, Joe. It's bullshit. Where are you fixing infrastructure? I drive around the city of fucking Philadelphia. It's a fucking joke. There's potholes that can swallow your fucking car. You're really fixing the infrastructure, huh? You're putting money into our infrastructure. We have old bridges. We have old gas pipes through the ground. Old fucking water pipes and fucking sewage pipes. Buildings fucking blowing up and falling down. But you're fixing our infrastructure. It makes no sense whatsoever. Your infrastructure bill is a joke. It is. With a bunch of fucking joke riders on the back in order to make you other politicians fucking rich. And you know it. And you know it. You opened up the borders wide to fuck up for a bunch of fucking wetback immigrants to just cross the border in drones of thousands. They're fucking 
thousands of them that cross, tribes of fucking immigrants from Mexico, Guatemala, wherever in South America, okay? And they come across with fentanyl. They come across with disease. They come across criminals actually committing crimes here in the United States. And 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 then all we can do is on this side is just go, okay, fine, and ship them around fucking town. They ship them right to Martha's Vineyard. What happened then? Oh, you shipped them right back out because you knew these people are no good. You should have never opened the southern fucking border to these people, but you did. There's one other thing you did, Joe, that was a mistake in the dead middle of a fucking pandemic nonetheless. In the dead middle of a pandemic, you open up the southern border and allow these fucking snakes in the door. They're cockroaches. That's what they did. You allowed cockroaches in, Joe. Good job. So now you're indicting Donald Trump on sex charges in order to try to keep him out of the office. But who do you have to put in there, Democrats? You have nobody to put back in there. You don't. You don't. What are you going to do? Okay, so you keep Donald Trump out. Now, who's not? Okay, DeSantis goes in there. None of you like DeSantis, but he's the next in line to win. Besides Trump, DeSantis is going to fucking win, and you know it is. Yeah, but it's okay. Let's keep Joe Biden in there destroying this country from the inside out. Let's keep Joe Biden in there with inflation through the roof, gas prices through the roof, eggs, food prices through the roof. Let's just keep them in there. Let's devalue the dollar. Let's continue to devalue the fucking dollar. Let's do that. Okay? So, on one hand, devaluation happens when a government makes monetary policy to reduce a currency's value, which is basically what he's doing. On the other hand, depreciation happens as a result of supply and demand in a free foreign exchange market. Devaluation is a decision that makes a currency lose its value. We know how it works. We all know how it works. So this from CNBC. The U.S. can change the world, quote, by devaluing the dollar. I'd like to hear this story. This one sounds, hmm, are they being sarcastic? U.S. policymakers could change the world by devaluing the dollar, one analyst has claimed. Speaking to CNBC's Squawk Box Europe on Monday, independent macro advisor Hugh Hendry said, uh, quantitatively easing programs where central banks buy assets like government bonds to inject liquidity into the economy were not working. Instead of targeting bonds as a form of economic stimulus, policymakers should look to the value of the greenback he suggests quant uh, quantitative uh, easing. We're being uh, missold something is what they're doing. They're being missold. Uh, Hendry is arguing simply publishing or expanding these uh, inert central bank reserves and trying to scare us all to death that they're actually printing real money is a fraud. The underlying problem, he claimed, is there is a shortage of dollars in the global market. America, and, and whose fault is that? Because let's let's face the facts. Let me stop here for a second. All right. Whose fault is that? Okay. Underlying problem is he claimed that there is a shortage of dollars in the global market. There's a shortage of dollars in the global market. And if you're talking about literally a shortage of dollars, like physically dollars, everything's going to paperless. I'm heading to Barrett-Jackson this weekend down in West Palm Beach, Florida. And I've already been told that the whole venue, just like all your quote now sporting events and musical events and all that shit, there's no cash transfer there. It's all credit card, all thing. The government wants you to do everything with plastic, wants you to do everything to where eventually you're going to have an app in your phone that somebody else can swipe their credit card across, just like they already do with Venmo or with fucking PayPal. So when you go down the street of your neighborhood, maybe your neighbor right next to you is having a yard sale and you see something you really like, like a fucking Scotty Cameron putter if you're a golfer. And this guy's got it for a hundred bucks and he's like, yeah. And then you go, okay, I want it. Well, you're going to buy it even with in 
Pennsylvania, six percent sales tax. You're gonna you're gonna pay for it, and you're gonna pay six dollars on that hundred bucks. Why should you give the government more tax money on something that's already been taxed on? It makes no fucking sense. It really don't. But that's what they want. Plus, they're gonna know you bought a Scotty Cameron Potter because it'll also be what did you buy it for, Scotty Cameron Potter? That's what's going to happen. You're going to walk into a fucking gun shop and they're going to say, you need to pay everything with a credit card. Why? So we know exactly what you bought. Oh, you bought that American Tactical AR-15? Okay. We know you have it. Where's it at? When they come to get your guns. Hmm, okay. Can't pay cash anymore. Cash just is not the thing. Cash is not king anymore. But that's, I'm going down to Barrett Jackson and that's where they're going. They're going paperless down there too. So I'm going to have to pay everything with a credit card, which they're going to see everything I pay, everything I buy. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You pay taxes when you go to some event like this anyway, a sporting event or a thing on your merchandise and all your shit. You still pay taxes even when you pay cash. But this is going to allow them to see every single little thing you bought and tax you on every little single thing you bought. Even when you buy your daughter that 50 cent stuffed animal from the yard sale that you just walked over to. They're going to charge you tax on that. And they're going to see you bought a stuffed animal for your daughter. It's crazy, but that's what's happening. America has decided over several decades to impose a global dollar standard, a monetary standard on the rest of the world, Hendry said. It's one thing to be king, but you have to behave regularly. Whatever that, regally, regularly. You have to behave like the king, so if you're going to impose a dollar standard on the world, you have to stand by and provide significant liquidity. And that's actually where they've been failing. Hendry said the widespread sell-off uh, sell-off in March, where global markets plummeted amid the height of fears around the coronavirus, were partially due to investors having to sell assets in order to create dollars and repay debt. While he conceded that the Fed and dollar swap lines were successful in those moments at holding supply back and putting their thumb in the dam, Hendry proposed that alternative approach was needed to support the economy. Now, remember something. When banks fail, okay, like the bank there at, and, and don't mind my, you, you're going to hear a cuckoo clock in the background. That's my cuckoo clock because I'm doing this for my couch. So anyway, when uh, banks fail, kind of like the um, Silicon Valley bank failure, people panicked, started pulling money out of their banks and say, ah, how am I going to pay this? How am I going to pay that? How am I going to pay that? Well, let me tell you something. When a bank fails, forget about paying any fucking thing. If you ain't got no money, you can't get blood from a stone, right? If you can't pay it, you can't pay it. And who cares? Somebody comes to your house and says, oh, you got to get out. You just hold your fucking gun up and you say, the fuck you. I have plenty of fucking money in a bank that I can't get to and I can't pay you, but it's not there. You're not taking what I have. They come to try to get your car, same difference. First of all, they're not going to come try to take you out of your house because they don't have money coming either, okay? Same with the car. They're not going to come take your brand new car back because you haven't made a payment in five months if banks are all frozen up. They have to pay somebody to come here and get the fucking thing. What, you think employees are going to work anymore? Employees aren't going to be at a car dealership selling cars when the fucking dollar fucking hits rock bottom and the banks freeze the fuck up. Nobody's going to be working. Everybody's going to be sitting at home, starving, worrying where their fucking next fucking meal's coming from. Nobody cares about paying off the debt when a bank freezes or when a dollar fucking fails. Nobody, nobody, nobody's worried about paying off their debt for the fact that you can't get blood from a stone and what good is them coming to take back your car anyway? Ain't nobody going to buy it. Ain't nobody going to make money. They're, they're not going to make any money off it and they got to pay somebody to come get it. doesn't make sense, people. But you're all panicked that way anyway. While he uh, conceded that the Fed and dollar swap lines were successful in those moments at holding supply back and putting their thumb in the dam, Hendry proposed an alternative approach was needed to support the economy. In terms of stopping these periodic dramatic flares, uh, would it be, or I'm sorry, would it not be better to target not bond prices, but instead to target actual value of the dollar, he asked. In recent notes, Hendry has suggested that the dollar is the new gold standard and that it would be better to devalue the dollar than to continue focusing on QE uh, initiatives. He argues that this would be hugely bullish for stocks. 
Uh, when I took the world of macro, I think it's telling us. Yeah, when I oh, when I look at the world of macro, I think it's telling us that we need to low uh, need a lower print on the dollar itself. Of course, the more you print it, the more it devalues. Stop printing it. He told CNBC on Monday, I think we need the Treasury and not the Feds to step up to the plate and tell the world we're going to target 70 or 60 on the dollar index. That would change the world. The dollar index, which measures the value of the greenback against a basket of uh, major rivals, edged higher to around 97.728 on Tuesday. Um, so with this being said, I guess... They're trying to not devalue the dollar, but they think by devaluing the dollar, it will make the dollar stronger. Um, I think just stop printing it. Stop thinking that you can just print, 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 because even printing it costs money. You got to pay the people who print. You got to buy the product, the inks and the paper and all that shit. It costs money to make money. Um, so just overprinting devalues the shit out of the dollar to begin with. So stop printing it. Okay. Stop handing it to foreign countries for bullshit. Uh, stop feeding into wars like the Ukraine war. Stop just hand over fist feeding them. Um, you want to give them weapons. You want to give them some ammunition. Go ahead, but stop feeding them the dollar. There's no reason to feed them the dollar. Okay. Send water and send food to them. Don't send the money. Uh, stop hand like Donald Trump did the right thing by actually taxing the foreign trade from China and so on and so forth to making actually making money here in this country saying that you're no longer going to send stuff over here and not to be taxed on it. Taxed them. He, he was doing the right thing. He's a businessman. He was doing the right thing to make this country stronger. And of course, Joe Biden reverses shit to fuck it up again. So... I don't know about you, but maybe that's exactly what they want. They want you to not trust the government. They want you to hate each other, and they want to do whatever they possibly can in order to gain complete and total control over you. When they take your guns away from you, people, that's checkmate. It's over. You're you're done, okay? Because your freedom of speech will no longer be. Uh, they devalued a dollar. You're going to starve. You're going to depend on the government to help you that's what they want they want you to depend on them they want you to be weak and cowardless or coward coward full i should say being a coward um they want you to be weak and helpless they want you to depend on them because when you depend on them then they have gained complete and total control so when they disarm you okay devalue the dollar make it harder for you to live and then you depend on them they got you by the balls, and the game is over. It's checkmate. You have a total new world order controlling you. Don't allow that to happen, America. Look, I did go almost an hour, but I'm done. I did this <laughs> on my phone, so hopefully it sounds okay, and I apologize if it doesn't. Um, please, stay uh Stay patriotic. Stay focused on what's going on because uh, what's going on with Donald Trump might be just a a mirage, another mirage um, for the government to move shit around in the currency world. Um, also could be a mirage on gun control rights and all that shit. So just pay attention to what's going on completely and totally across the fucking across the globe and across your backyard because. They have an agenda, and they are not going to stop until they get to it, until they complete it. All right, people, stay patriotic. I love yous, and I will talk to you next time. See yous.